as we're hearing from so many incredible people, including the, oh, I'm going to say it wrong. I don't know if that's a G or a Q. Akiri? And the Akiri family. I said it. I'm sure they're going to correct me. Robert, Carla, Darren, Maria, and Jordan joining us in studio from St. Thomas the Apostle. Carla, I'm going to let you lead off. Thanks for being here with us. Thank you so much for having us. It's a true blessing to be here in representation of our parish. First of all, St. Thomas the Apostle in Smyrna. And most of all, speaking of what we enjoy the most lately, and that would be the U program, Theology of the Body for Teens. That is life, love, and the theology of the body that brings us one step closer to our Creator. Now, wait a minute. Uh, You know, when, when do you see a family that gets excited by... Theology of the body. I mean, life, love, and theology of the body. How does that become a family apostolate? How in the world did that come into your life? It came into my life when I read about one of the five loves of St. John Paul II. He just had this love for the, the youth. And one day I asked, you know, God himself, I said, where are all our teens? How come after we they become teens, they are no longer in our parish. Why do they fall, you know, by the wayside? What are we doing wrong as parents that we are able to catechize them, but we are not able to keep them in their faith once they go off to college? And I, you never ask God a question without him getting you involved to get down and dirty and find out for yourself. <laughs> and in, in search of the uh, this program, I found this wonderful program that Jason and Crystalina Everett um, created, and I looked into it, and of course, me having a teen son, I said, son, how about you try to teach this to the kids? He said, no, I'm busy with school, with the church choir, with everything I have going on, and he just declined it, and I turned my computer down, and I turned everything off, but uh, still that thirst in me said well why are you giving up so quickly Mm. why don't you do it (laughs) and i thought yes i'm the one asking i'm the one that's going to do it and was your was your knowledge of it did you have knowledge before you had no knowledge okay so jason and crystalina ever there there was your introduction to this stuff they were my introduction to it um because jason wrote the book um the five loves of saint john paul the great and because he wrote the book then i searched into his website but I feel like it's just a very, very important matter right now that if my son didn't want to do it, I felt like I needed to. But God has a way of just getting the people involved on your chessboard that he wants to move Mm -hmm. the pieces. I wanted my son to learn the program himself, but I knew I couldn't get him to sit down and take it. So the best way was to invite him to lead it after my first session. I I did buy the program. I tried it at home with my friends my closest friends their kids and it turned out really good we really liked it and then i was able to get it into our parish by our pastor father brian he gave me the okay to do it on my own apostolate uh aside and i did i took on the challenge and then that's where as a mother uh i asked my son jordan if he would do this for the teens i said you know I'm old. I look old, and they're not going to believe anything I have to say <laughs> other than, yeah, you're just a 
old lady that has nothing to do but to go to church now and uh, think about church. We have places see, to be. If you look old, then and no one's going to listen to you because you look old, then no one's ever going to listen to me. You just like took every ounce of hope out of this room. And and that's what I felt, you know, the, the calling for Jordan, for him to, as a teen, they see the face of a teen. He can more or less be able to share what his troubles in school were, everything that they're facing now in their faith, in their school and try to you know juggle both things at the same time speaking right now with robert and carla maria jordan and darren talking about theology of the body they are helping to bring this teaching to their parish at saint thomas the, the apostle i'm looking also at this book that you keep mentioning by jason evert saint john paul the great his five loves which was released a few years ago but he talks about his five loves young people human love the eucharist our Lady and the Cross. The idea, Jordan, the idea of theology of the body. I mean, you could have picked, why don't you just stick with the cross or, or the Eucharist? Why, why jump to theology of the body? Jordan, I'll let you talk on that. Um, I think the biggest part was, like my mom mentioned, um, when she invited me to do it, um, I guess I found every reason or every excuse to stay away from it. And how um, long ago was this? Uh, probably about three years ago. Okay. Uh, three years ago, and when I started noticing everyone coming over to the house um they were doing the sessions at home mom was kind of leading it but when i was looking at the at the younger teens and kind of how they were sitting there i noticed that they weren't really capturing yeah they weren't really capturing there was kind of to them it was again like my mom mentioned just someone older or someone that they saw as kind of like a their mom's friend um trying to teach them something new and i noticed that they were they weren't really capturing what they needed to and i said no mom that's that's not the approach that you have to take you have to you know take them outside of this environment and i even recommended her i said take them outside do something different and then she says well why don't you do it why don't you take them outside <laughs> um so i said i will and when i started noticing the response and the need of what these younger children um it was about 11 12 year olds what they were already encountering and what they were experiencing it called my attention because i remembered myself at that age and what I was exposed to at a at the age of eleven and twelve, and the things that they were living were completely different, and that immediately was my calling to say, okay, this this needs my attention. Well, obviously, the the topic is ringing a bell with a lot of people because we actually get to ring the bell now because we've had five people call in to make a donation, and for every five that we get, Carla, I'm going to let you ring it first. You you look the most excited. There we got five. Every time we get five people on the phone making a donation. We're going to ring that bell. You can do so, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160. As we are continuing the Quest's Atlanta Family Strong Spirit Drive, talking about theology of the body. Jordan, is this the Ascension Press theology of the body materials that you're using? Okay, so so you have sort of a curriculum to go from. Oh, is this it? This is completely different now. So this is, you're using the U book, which I haven't seen this, Life, Love, and Theology of the Body. Yeah, this must be the new version of it. That's pretty cool. So, so did your mom just like throw this book at you and say, go yeah she said here you go and um the best way to teach something i guess is to read it and teach yourself and then you truly understand or you truly realize if you know the topic when you're able to teach it and that was my i guess biggest drive was saying well i don't want to go out there and, and seem like i don't know what i'm doing i said so let me take a look at this and take a crack at it and started reading through it and it was very captivating it's a big book were it you intimidating a little intimidated bit. 
so for yourself, and right now, by the way, we have two people currently on the line. We just need one more to call right now so that everyone's going to get a gift card. When we have three callers on the line, each person gets a $10 gift card to Corda Candles, and our in-studio guests will get that gift card as well. Do they get Do they get multiple gift cards if we get the three people on the phone at the same time? Oh, we got it, too. There we go. All right, you guys get gift cards. <laughs> For, for Corda Candles, and so we'll hook you up with those as well as all the people on the phone right now. Again, the phone number is 470-508-1160. That's pretty exciting. It's first candle giveaway I've gotten today. So, jo- Jordan, I'm sorry, continue, please. Talking about theology of the body, particularly at your parish with these younger kids. So, when we actually decided to bring it to the parish, my mom invited me to hey, this is something a little bit bigger. We're not going to do it at, at the house anymore. Um, so this was my first official session in which we started using the classrooms at the church, the PSR classrooms, um, and we extended our invitation. And to me, it seemed a little far-fetched. It seemed like I don't know how many people are actually going to respond to this call. And, the, um, and you're, you're throwing this out to teens in particular at yes. this point? Or, or, okay. And it's, it's teens and parents. Okay. Um, so we spoke at the at the different masses and we just invited a couple different people and this is in both English and Spanish masses um, trying to help them kind of give them a summary of of what the program was the importance of it um, and what we were trying to accomplish with it Um, and to our surprise on the first day we kind of had some people coming in to register and I think on the first session we probably ended up with maybe eight eight students that came with their parents and we led our first session. So just a, four short of what Jesus had when he got started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. just four short. Um, and we were able to lead that program with them. There was a lot of um, learning on my end of one, I guess, public speaking being the first thing. Uh, even though they were younger children, they're still intimidating. Uh, yeah. Just kind of keeping their attention. I think that's one of the hardest things is you know keeping their attention, um, especially when talking about church or religion. It's not. Um, so I think the most difficult battle that I had was kind of incorporating that into modern day life. So trying to be the connection with religious life as well as kind of like the things that they're experiencing, maybe the culture, the young culture that they're currently living, the music that they're listening to, the movies that they're watching, kind of trying to relate all that to, um, to the class itself. So we're speaking right now here at the Quest during our Atlanta Family Strong Spirit Drive on AM 1160, talking about theology of the body and a family that really took this idea of theology of the body to heart, trying to bring it to their parish. And I love the fact that you saw a need, and this is how our church should operate, that you saw a need, how do we actually serve that need and how will it impact other other people? Robert, I'm curious, You know, your, your wife starts reading this book, she's bringing your son into this. How did you get pulled into this whole thing then? Well, it took a while for me to really jump on, on the wagon. Um, I'm involved in, in church and I told my wife, you're buying all those books, you're handing out books, and now you're going with this program. I did not understand anything about the program. But as, So you're the one who I should ask to explain what Theology of the Body is. Right? <laughs> okay. Yes. So after a while, um, when I saw the reactions of the kids, and actually I watched some of the videos, and once I started understanding the program, um, I was a, a little interested. But once you move into the church, uh, when we had the parents... And my wife and I, the same classes that our son is giving to the teenagers, we have the same the same topics, but on our adult level, like mm-hmm. like you know, to parents. And it's very important that 
whatever the kids are learning, they were learning. Mm. So we have something in common. Mm. So we know how to talk to them. We know what to tell them. And what was my surprise that every time we talked to our parents, um, the parents were so interested on it. Mm. And it was more personal. Mm. They were discovering themselves. But I was discovering myself too. Mm. You know, I grew up looking for my identity. Mm. And my friends, society were guiding me a different ways, okay? And I picked whatever I like. And that was my identity. I did not know who, who I was. And by taking this program, it really helped me understand who I am and what I was made for. And this helped me to, to uh, talk to my kids, love my kids unconditional. To respect my wife, to love my wife at all the time, but also to respect her feelings. Mm -hmm. See, now I know that she was created by God and that she's totally different than I, mm -hmm. but I'm not better than her. And that was one of the biggest problems that I had before I even um, hear or, or um, saw these topics. So that what I guess what I'm at now is now I know why I was made for. Mm -hmm. There's a reason, you know. God made me and has a plan for me. And now my challenge is I want to make sure that my kids, that I'll help my kids to find their identity. I don't want them to go like me bouncing around, thinking today you're something, tomorrow you gotta wear this, tomorrow you have to walk this way, tomorrow you have to listen to his music. And that's my job now, and not not only my kids, God's kids, which is every other kid that is up there. And I'm trying to help the parents to be a father, mm -hmm. not to be a uh, provider, because that's that was my job. That was my title. It's a big difference. Yes, big difference. Big. And we're kind of programmed, you know, as men. You're supposed to be the provider. The father is kind of like, well, yeah, a father just provides, but a father is so much more than that. You have to be a leader. And you have to be a leader. And what do you expect from your kids? Yeah. And that was my question after I saw this program is, so if I'm expecting for my, for my two boys to be a good husband, to be a good father, what am I doing about it? Mm. What am I teaching them? Am I building my kids? And I was not. And the opposite, I was doing, I mean, I was doing the totally opposite. I was disguiding my kids by my the way I was living my life, the way I was acting, and the way I was talking with them or to them. And this would really help us. I love the idea of, of what you're all doing. And again, this, you're listening right now to the Quest Atlanta Family Strong Spirit Drive, 470-508-1160. Love to see if we can get a few more people on the line. If we get three people on the line, we're going to continue giving away. Uh, each person on the line will get a $10 gift card to Corda Candles, and all of our in-studio guests will get a gift card as well. But we also need so many more of our founding members and monthly donors in these last few hours of our Spirit Drive. Right now is the opportunity to call in 470-508-1160. When we get five donations in a row, then we're going to ring that bell again. Or when we get a new founding member at $100 a month. And all of the donations during this hour, listen to this, this is huge. For all donations during this hour, they will be matched up to $3,000. So if we can hit at least a minimum of $3,000, and that means if we get one founding member that's automatically going to be matched, 
by up to $3,000. So if we can raise $3,000 in this hour, it'll automatically go up to $6,000. So please help us reach that goal. Pick up the phone right this second. 470-508-1160. Help us reach that goal. 470-508-1160. All 2 p.m. donations during this 2 p.m. hour will be matched up to $3,000. So thank you to that donor. Give us a call, 470-508-1160. The fact that you're doing this and your parish uh, has agreed to it, but I love the fact that you're saying, okay, well, it's not just a parent night, I think. It's, it, this is truly for the adults, but you're doing it simultaneously for the adults and the kids. And I'll be honest, it's, I, I know quite a bit about Theology of the Body, but every time our kids have gone through this, I'm like, yeah, I've read about it before. I don't... I, and I, I'm listening to you now, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh, I should totally go through it again." I should, you know, it's like, because you'd have those conversations, Darren. I want to hear from you. What do you, what, what, what's your thinking as your parents are embracing this and as they're teaching it? And then suddenly you're like, "Did, did it feel like suddenly?" Uh, how old are you? Number one, uh, I'm 17 years you're old. You're 17. So, so you, you, over the last three years, you've been hearing lots of talk of of theology of the body in your house. How is this impacting you? Um. Well. The way it impacts me is I learned more about my faith than I probably ever would have just learning on my own. Um, I learned, first of all, a lot of questions that a lot of teenagers have is, okay, uh, who am I? What's my purpose? What am I doing here? And what's going to make me happy? And, you know, I grew up with those questions too. And this program also really helped me to learn not only what God has in store for me in my life, but also you know, basic things that we lose touch of, of how to, first of all, how to love people now, because the way love works now is very different from how it was back then. And we also learn where we come from, you know, what did God do for us and what does he want for us in general? And he wants us to be happy more than anything. So I love that fact that you're 17, you know, God wants you to be happy. When I was 17, I'm just like, I don't know what God wants of me. But just that simple message, God wants you to be happy. Now, Maria, you, you're you getting ready to be married into this family. You know God wants you to be happy. You're marrying into a family that's talking all about theology of the body. What are you thinking? What's going through your mind with this? Well, I guess I'm in the right place, right? <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> no. Well, um, for me, I guess it's it's been a challenging. It's been a challenge because I feel like when you're... I told him, I was like, you're the teacher. I'm just the vaccine helping you, whatever you need help with. And that's fine. For me, it's like very hard, like public speaking. I'm like, oh, I'll do the backstage stuff. Um, You'll take attendance. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> um, no, but it was very, um, I guess, once you're doing it, even though this is, we already did it for six um, sessions, each time you learn something different. Mm. And even us in our relationship, like, you know, we've been dating for eight years now. And at first, I was just like, well, you know, we got it. You know, we've been th together this far. We know what we're doing. You know, we're in the good, we're church. We go to mass. We have parents that go to mass. We're okay. Um, but no, it's like a slap in the face. Like, you thought you had it clear, and you don't. Like, mm. you, there's so improvement. There's so growth. And what else um, better to do it this way? Yeah. And the Theology of the Body program, it is true. It's one of those life-changing things. I mean, it's the, it, if you want to know what it means to truly be a child of God, he gave you a body for a reason, 
And you think, okay, I got this body. I'm just going to, you know, use it. No, but the, the body is just this vessel that serves a greater purpose and service of God. And what a blessing it is. And to be able to understand, I mean, obviously, John Paul the Great, he had a, a love for people, but he had a love for God. And so that's why he spent the time to be able to explain theology of the body over so many lessons, over so many years, to bring these teachings of theology of the body and to go into so many deep ways. It truly enriches. Theology of the body can help enrich your appreciation of the Eucharist. It can help uh, increase your appreciation of of confession and forgiveness and your ability to forgive other people to be able to grow in greater virtue and truly be the person that you were meant to be and and it truly is it was a sexual revolution but in all of the best of ways because it ties us back to sex the way that god intended it but also how the sexes are supposed to be helping to grow up the kingdom of God here on earth. Now, the great thing is, is obviously this is impacting a lot of people because we are hearing from people who want to help us to reach that doubling goal of all 2 p.m. donations during this hour are going to be matched up to $3,000. And we just heard from Brooke and Yolanda and Kathleen and Anne. We also heard from Sue and Elizabeth, Maria, Joe. We get to ring that bell. Someone grab that bell and ring it for us again. Jordan's going to do it for us this time. Tremendous, so exciting. As we continue the spirit drive here at the Quest, 470-508-1160. When we get three people on the phone at the same time, all three callers will get a $10 gift card to Court of Candles, and our in-studio guests will get a gift card as well. We're speaking right now here in studio with the Akira family, Jordan, Maria, Carla, Robert, and Darren, as we're talking about theology of the body. Carla, you said something earlier. I love this phrase, and I actually I wrote it down because I'm going to steal it from you. The idea that God puts the right chess pieces down in our lives when we need it. That idea of he's going to bring the right people and the right resources. And someone listening right now, they may never have heard of theology of the body. We kind of keep throwing it out there. How would you define what theology of the body is in a nutshell for people? For me, it's uh, the blueprints for our life. Hmm. Uh, the blueprint has always been there. We have just never found out that there's actual blueprint to our body. And with this, I'm going to share that I told my husband, Robert, I said, you are lucky that I did not know this program before because I would be at a convent right now. <laughs> 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 because the love, of your body, the love that God professes in your body, through your body, is not going wrong. And just you just want to give back. And to me, that's the best thing that I can do with this program, is just give back uh, to all our teens. And those hurting teens, It breaks. it's heartbreaking to hear all these teens suffering with identity and not knowing where they're going and how they're going to get there. But I find a big break uh, during this program with parents and teens that they are not, they're home, they're going to church together, they're sharing maybe a meal a day together, but they still don't know their children. Mm. And that's what I find the children want their parents to acknowledge them, to notice them, not coexist, mm. just be a full grown family that. Pope John Paul invites us to be. And I feel like that's the neglect of nowadays that with the busy schedules, with everything that we have going on that is super busy, but just that quality 10 minutes, 15 minutes of how was your day today can mean a whole world to a teen, 
an adult nowadays. I mean, a simple text message, just constantly staying in touch with the ones that you love every day, every second, every chance, every opportunity that you get. Because in doing the program, I noticed that there was a lot of disconnect because with the parent guide, it comes with the parent guide as well. So it gives you homework to do during the week. And the following week, I would ask, so how did it go? Oh, well, some of them just didn't want to talk about it. Some of them just said, well, that's not what the subject was about. I said, and I, and I, I was hurt. And I told my husband, you know what? I'm finding that the kids are not comfortable enough speaking to their parents about this because they're afraid they're going to start bringing out how they feel about it. Mm-hmm. And because you're, if your parent never notices something is wrong, then you don't want them to know yeah. because then they're going to start asking all kinds of questions and no teen likes all kinds of questions. <laughs> but nowadays it's so important to ask even that one question because that could be the defining question of life and death with all these uh, statistics of the rise of suicide mm-hmm. because that mm-hmm. one person was not asked, how are you today? And look at them in the eyes. And I feel like that is the bridge that this program is going to bridge. Even the closest family, my family's by far is not perfect. But we are in the midst of trying to resolve and make all the matters here and mend everything here. Because on my deathbed, these are the only people that are going to matter. We're speaking right now with the Akira family about Theology of the Body. They are helping to bring this to fruition at St. Thomas the Apostle. And I got to say, I, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to host Spirit Drive again because every hour I'm feeling challenged in ways that I never thought I'd be challenged as I'm listening to them talk about bringing it as a family to their parish and helping to bring it to other parents and other teens and other kids and just how vitally important this work is. How else would you hear about this kind of stuff in the greater metro Atlanta area if not through things like the Quest? Quest Radio, 470-508-1160. We are in the last few hours of our Family Strong Spirit Drive, and we need your assistance to continue doing this incredibly beneficial and helpful work. 470-508-1160. 1160. As soon as we receive eight founding members today, that's people who sign up generously at $100 a month or more for three years to help us continue making this station possible. As soon as we receive eight founders today, all eight will be entered into a drawing for a one-night stay at the beautiful Avalon Hotel and access to all that Avalon offers. This is a new prize brought to us, compliments of the hotel at Avalon. We need eight founders today to do this drawing, so now's the time. If you want the opportunity, give us a call. 470-508-1160. I'm Greg Willits. You are listening to AM 1160, The Quest, and our Atlanta Family Strong Spirit Drive will continue in just a few moments. Hello, I'm Monsignor Jim Fennessy from All Saints Parish. This is my favorite prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. The Quest presents Mom Minutes with Cameron Frad from Among the Lilies. 
you are amazing and wonderful and enough. I think oftentimes we fall into comparison traps and we think I'm not good enough or I'm not like this person. Sally has her kids in dance or Sarah's kids are on honor roll, whatever. Like the Lord knows that you are who's best for your children, right? And your main goal as a mom is to get your kids to heaven. It doesn't really matter. Like when you get to heaven and St. Peter's not like, hey, did you play five seasons of soccer? No. Oh, you had a bad mom. <laughs> or were you on the honor roll? Oh, your mom didn't try hard enough with those flashcards. No, your job as a mom is to love your children, help them to know, love, and serve our Lord and get them to heaven. And the best mom you could be is accepting who you are. Be the best you you can be. You can't be Cameron Fratt. You would be a horrible Cameron Fratt. I can't be my friend Julia, who's amazing and wonderful. I need to be me. So be you, be yourself, and uh, get your kids to heaven. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. So, you love listening to The Quest, but can't always listen live? No worries. Now with the Quest Atlanta app, you never have to miss out. Listen on demand, submit prayer requests, catch up on the latest headlines, and so much more. Available on the App Store and Google Play today. Sometimes God doesn't change your problems because He's trying to use your problems to change you. Maybe He doesn't remove that obstacle to your goals because He loves you way too much to give you what you want and He wants you to change your goals. Maybe nothing's working as you planned because God doesn't like your plan. I prayed many times, okay, Lord, I give up, to which I can almost hear him reply, finally, I've been trying to get you to do that for so long. We tend to blame our problems on everyone else. It's not me, it's my boss, the weather, my husband, the monthly payment on that car I shouldn't have bought because I can't afford it. <laughs> you know, I almost never hear people say, Chris, I think I need to just change myself. So I want to propose this. Maybe, just maybe, the main thing standing between you and your peace of mind is you. How far does God have to push for you to say, Okay, Lord, I give up. Let's try things your way. How about we change me to obtain the peace that I'm dreaming about? Send us a message at connect at reallifecatholic.com. This is Chris Stefanik from reallifecatholic.com. Hello, I'm Maria McLeod from St. Thomas the Apostle Catholic Church in Smyrna, Georgia. You're listening to Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160 The Quest. Join me on The Quest. Welcome back to AM 1160, The Quest, during our Atlanta Family Strong Spirit Drive, 470-508-1160. That's the number that you want to call to help us to continue this important work of The Quest here in Atlanta. Again, 470-508-1160. I want to thank Jim Waddle at the Chick-fil-A in Roswell Town Center at Highway 9 and Holcomb Bridge Road for feeding our volunteers and guests. Been providing Chick-fil-A biscuits all week long. It's been like this perpetual Chick-fil-A buffet. Thanks, Jim. We really do appreciate your help with the quest and doing the spirit drive. Go check them out here off of Holcomb Bridge Road and Highway 9. Also, thanks to Thomas and Charlotte Johnson at Two Hearts Gifts and Books over uh, their Catholic shop in Roswell for their donation of a beautiful statue of the Holy Family. Please support their store. You can find them at 540 West Crossville Road. Again, 540 West Crossville Road over at Two Hearts Gifts and Books Catholic Shop in Roswell. I keep forgetting that they're down here. While I'm at the Quest, I should be going over there afterwards because there's a couple books I need to pick up. Again, thanks, Thomas and Charlotte. Appreciate that very much. 
We also want you to become a member of the Quest's St. Gabriel Society. Our, those are our monthly donors who pledge $20 or more per month, or you make a one-time annual donation of $500 or more to be enrolled in the society, which provides spiritual benefits throughout the whole year, including a mass that is said for your personal intentions each month. Thank you so much to all of our St. Gabriel Society members. And thanks as well to all of you who have become founders. We still need more founders as we are continuing our spirit drive today, trying to wrap this up incredibly strong. Just can't wait to see what kind of miracles that happen later on throughout the course of these next few hours. We've raised so far today just under $26,000. We still have quite a ways to go before we can reach our total goal for the fall spirit drive We have every confidence that we're going to reach there. We have every confidence that if the Holy Spirit is prompting you right now, that you're going to go online to thequestatlanta.com, make a donation there, or by calling us right now, we have lines open at 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160 for AM 1160. During this Quest Atlanta Family Strong Spirit Drive. I'm Greg Willits, joined in the studio as we are talking today with the Akira family, talking about theology of the body. I feel like I change your last name every time I say it. I say it slightly different every time, but I, uh, either way, I'm glad that you're here. Jordan, I want to hear your experiences a little bit more of, t- of talking to these teens. What was the learning curve for you to learn theology of the body, to start talking about it? And how much do you feel like you sort of were learning on the fly, and how much did that benefit you? Um, I guess the biggest learning curve was, again, that whole adapting to, I guess, realizing I wasn't as young as I thought I was, because when I was having the conversation with... uh, with, If your mom thought she was old, then you must have been... You know, having some of the conversations with these teens and saying, uh, you know, like, when you do this in school, and they would kind of just stare at me blankly, like, no, we don't do that anymore. Um, Oh, wow. So it was even just realizing that there was a generational gap um, just between maybe about five, five, six years, and there was already a generational gap between myself and the teen. So I think that was the biggest obstacle was overcoming uh, that obstacle and being able to communicate with them. Hmm. Um, in terms of learning and understanding the theology of the body, um, kind of just picking it up on the fly, uh, reading through it, and then while teaching it, it was kind of like as I was saying the things, I was also... I guess, comprehending and trying to apply it to my life and the testimonies that I was giving with the teens, um, I was also realizing on the ways that I needed to improve or the things that I needed to improve in my life. Specifically, you know, going back to there's a call, you know, in terms of how I was applying it to my to my relationship. And, I, you know, Maria was mentioning it, um, how this this program has challenged us to where we thought we were already, Hey, you know, we've been together eight years. We've been going to church. You know, we know God, um, we do our prayers here and there. We go to adoration. So we, we should be okay. We're on the right track. But, um, again, this, these topics were kind of like a slap in the face to us or just challenging us to, to do more or that we're called to do more. Um, and I think more than anything, it's actually challenged us to be a better relationship or to start applying these different things that we didn't, um, realize about ourselves you know learning to be that um the sacrificing of oneself for the other person which i think is you know the main point of the theology of the body is understanding you were created as a gift and god made us as a gift but just like when you're going to get give a gift to someone you're you know you want it to be of so much value you you know you take your time you wrap it you you make it beautiful um to give to the other person and Hmm. you know it's initially understanding that you are the gift you are the gift for someone else. And God created you, you know, perfect and created you to be you, you know, 
to be that gift wrapped you and now it's your job to be that gift to the other person and it's a self-sacrifice and i think that's that's been the most impacting part of me is learning to be well appreciating of course that i'm a gift i'm very happy to hear that i'm a gift and i'm a valuable gift but also the challenge of now go be that gift for someone else Mm -hmm. in terms of that sacrificial love of i'm here to serve you so Maria, it almost sounds like he's he's building himself up to be like the greatest Christmas present ever known. <laughs> he already is. He already is. <laughs> when, are, when are the two of you scheduled to be married? Uh, June 26th, next year, 2020. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. And, and I, I can't imagine the excitement. I, how much does Theology of the Body build to that excitement of getting married? Because, oh, a lot. I mean, when I got married, my, you know, my wife, I was, I'm a cradle Catholic. My wife was not yet a practicing Catholic. We're going through it. We were just excited the idea of the romantic aspect of, well, we're going to be married. And, you know, we, we were doing the thing. We're staring at each other. I'm going to be a husband. And, you know, you're going to be a wife. And you're saying all these goofy things. But you two are entering into this sacramental holy matrimony with an understanding that many people don't have the blessing of what a transformational thing that must be for you to know that not only are you going to get married but you're you're about to receive a a beautiful sacrament and a gift from god how much does that transform marriage for you knowing that that's what you're entering into i i it's beautiful um i think even more because actually in the in the topic one of the topics is actually marriage so I remember there comes videos with the topics and the videos is what catches me that mm. I'm, I'll read and I'm like, okay, but the videos is what catches my attention. And I remember watching the videos and even just watching the bride come down the aisle or like, you know, the partying or whatever. And I, I was just like, man, when, when is that going to be me? When is that going to be me? And we just got engaged actually in June um, this year while the sessions were going on, actually. So I came back the next day with the ring to, to the <laughs> session. Um, but just knowing that, you know, it's like what Carla was telling right now, that um, if she knew about this before, she would probably be a nun. For me, it's, I'm still getting married. Okay. I'm not going to be a nun. <laughs> I was about to say, I was about to say you're, not to, you're not about to make an announcement, are you, Maria? No, no, like, <laughs> no, um, Does somebody need to hold Jordan's hand? Because it's something. <laughs> no, no, I'm still going to be married, married, but seeing the beauty in marriage as well. You know, I think that a lot of times nowadays, um, especially teens see marriage as just something that is, paper or piece of paper yes a piece of paper and um don't really see the value in it Mm. and a lot comes from it from testimony of their parents or the people that are around them and for me it's like okay now it's my time my our time to be example and testimony for for the teens that are to come that you know it is possible and it's beautiful um even just our proposal like a lot of people are just like he did amazing by the way and a lot of people are just like wow like he did that and i was just like yes he did that and it's, you know, girls nowadays, is like, you don't expect that because you go by the whatever they give you that's good. Yeah. You know, you don't, ex- you don't have high standards. And you have to set those standards. You have to set, set those standards for yourself and for your partner as well. And both, I guess, both of us. And um, just, Getting married is a lot more than just winning The Bachelor. Yes, exactly. It's a lot more to that. So, Darren, uh, you know having teens and i have kids in 20s and teens and even a 10 year old i know it's difficult to be of what is typical dating age and yet at the same time you're learning about theology of the body and what does it mean to date and what does it ultimately mean you know heading towards marriage and that kind of thing has theology of the body messed up your dating life or has it actually improved it (laughs) uh 
I would like to say because my mom's in the room, I'm not dating. <laughs> I would just like to say that. <laughs> just to clarify. But um, why are your fingers crossed, Darren? <laughs> Uh, but I would say that it actually changed my perspective because I remember being uh, 14 and seeing all my friends already getting a girlfriend. I told my mom, and she's like, what do you want a girlfriend for? And <laughs> You can have me. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember looking at her and really intensely thinking, what do I want a girlfriend for? Uh-huh. And it was through this program that I learned that you don't get with someone because, oh, because they're fun or they're pretty or they look nice or... Um, just because they're there. You get with someone because the whole point of dating is essentially you're looking for a spouse. You're looking for someone to get married to. Mm-hmm. And and I see that now. And it's very different from how people date today. They date today just for the fun. But now, you, from what I learned, you can have fun, but you also have that that goal in mind of, you know, this person, we might get married. Yeah. Which is how I see it now. Does that, does that, I mean, it also sound like a joke, but it's not. Does it freak girls out? You bring that up? I mean, your first date, it's like, I know we're only 17, but do you have, but not that he's dating mom. He's not dating at all, mom. But at a hypothetical date, Darren. I mean, because I have a 19 year old, and he's found it really weird now that he goes on dates and he's realized it's almost like on the first date, he needs to say, by the way, <laughs> I just need to let you know, this is where, this is what my mindset is. I mean, are, are you thinking about that for when you do start dating? Uh, what, when you're 30? <laughs> I'm looking over at your mom. Um, I see it more as based on different people. I feel as if a girl who is really, I wouldn't say worth it, but a girl who really understands I feel like she would want that too. If she really wants to find a love, not just to have just some fun, but to really love someone, she might see that and think, wow, that's something different. And she might want that more. Where maybe one girl would probably freak out like, oh no, I just want to have fun. A A girl who's really ready to settle down with someone would probably say, I want that. You know, I agree with you 100%. Makes you think of the scripture story of the pearl of great price. And, you know, if you find a pearl of great price, you're willing to, to sell off whatever you have to so that you can go and purchase that. Well, you are the gift, and, and you're someone who is someone that is, is willing to give of yourself. I, I love these kinds of conversations. I keep doing this. 470-508-1160. If you want to sponsor, maybe you, maybe you want to make a donation in honor of this family doing great things, being witness to... Uh, listen, I'm, I'm thinking that there's got to be other families listening right now going, well, I think we need to bring this to our parish. Uh, how do I get a hold? of this family how do i find it well they go to saint thomas the apostle you could probably go and see how they're doing it 470-508-1160 or you can go online and make a donation at thequestatlanta.com again 470-508-1160 we're continuing the am 1160 quest atlanta family strong spirit drive here on the quest my name is greg willets the the idea of theology of the body is not necessarily something that you know people are running running out in droves to go find out more about i love the fact that it kind of came into your life in a, in a very kind of a you know inauspicuous way that you just stumbled upon it almost it sounds like and then suddenly it became this big thing robert with, with you and and trying to have that or not trying to but you had a transformation of heart and mind of going from provider to being this this leader in your family and and i love how when you talk about your wife and how the kind of the words you're saying you could hear a greater love in, in the way that you were speaking how has this improved your ability to love in general, uh, within your family and outside as well? How has theology of the body improved your ability to love as Christ calls us to love? 
Well, for me, it was understanding how God loves me. Mm. And Jordan was sharing something about being a gift. Well, you are a gift, even if you're a boy, if you're a boyfriend, if you're a husband, you could be the gift. And when you are a gift, and it will bring it to what we do nowadays, you you buy a gift for someone, and you want to make sure that the gift is something the person likes. <laughs> but also, when <laughs> you give a, a gift, you're not expecting nothing in return. Mm. You take the gift and you you give the gift, and that's it. And that's exactly what I'm the way I'm doing it now. I'm a gift to my wife, so I'm not expecting anything in return. So, do I want to be a beautiful gift? Do I want to be something that my wife wants to hold it mm-hmm. and keep it, or am I a gift that is just gonna be dropped? Mm. And that's what I'm at right now. I'm always trying to improve myself, and I was, you know, always asking God. Because if he's my creator and he has a plan for me and, you know, telling you how I was living my life and how the identities that I have, you know, he kept my family, he kept my wife with me. So now knowing that it's God who picked this gift for me, this is a gift from God. Mm. Yeah, probably I was the one who was looking for it or I found her, but now I know that it was God. So if this is a gift from God for me, does God give trash? Hmm. No. So it's a beautiful gift, and I have to accept it, but I have to take care of it. I don't know if you ever gave a gift, and then you go back three, four months later, and you find a gift in the trash, or you find it somewhere else. <laughs> well, that's how I see it. I don't want God to find that gift that he gave me mistreated. Hmm. And I'm working on it. I'm in the process, and it's not easy, but I'm working every day. And I was asking God, just help me to find who you made me to me. Because I know who I am for what I learn, what I get on the street, what I get on, you know, I'm 52 years old. And you know, at, at my age, it's hard for someone to come and tell you you're totally different. You, that, well, that's not you. Yeah, yeah. Well, God is, really, that's exactly what I found on this program, tell, the Theology of the Body, is finding out who I am and what, what I was made for. And the best answer is God made me to love, but also to be a father on the earth for my kids. And my job, my job as a father, is that I want my kids to be better, better than me. I want them to be a better husband. I want them to be a better Christian. Mm-hmm. I want them to love God. And, and I think that's, that's my goal, and that's going to be what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Make sure that I, not, not, not that I'm only going to tell my kids to love God, but I want them to see that their dad is working on that. I'm not a hugging guy, but I'm going to give you a hug at the break. Uh, <laughs> 470-508-1160. You're listening to The Quest, Atlanta Family Strong Spirit Drive. We have just a few hours left, three hours left for us to be able to raise our goal for this fall spirit drive. We need to hear from you right now. We need just a couple of more pledges to be able to ring the bell, as well as we need more pledges from the founders level. If you can donate $100 a month or more, we need to hear from you right away. The phone number is 470-508-1160. 
470-508-1160. Again, 470-508-1160. I'm Greg Willets. Thanks to the Akira family for being here. Huge thanks. I enjoyed the heck out of this conversation. And we look forward to having you stick around with us. More's ahead on the quest. Atlanta Family Strong Spirit Drive.